This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. And the, and the thing is, it's so interesting is, you know, I, I have... I have, you know, a few good friends that I talk to here and there, and it's so interesting to hear one of them say, you know, well, and I keep saying, you know, Musk is not a good guy. He's got government contracts. He's working with the government to take over at doing this Starlink. I said, and, and, and what I get back is, oh, well, you know, you know, if Trump's in chart back in charge if he's really the president back again you know and they reverse the 2020 election then i then i'd rather be um have that happen under trump than like you know somebody else democrat or something and i'm just like but it's all bad you don't understand they're trying to and you're right with the illusions i mean everything that we see in this world at this time as far as like you know, having freedom, freedom to choose, freedom to do your business. You can do whatever you want, be who you want to be. It's all an illusion. It all is. And, you know, you talked a little bit about the rations and stuff, you know, in order to, once they collapse everything, people are going to be free. First of all, it's going to be mayhem, First, I believe, you know, you're going to get rioting in that, then they're, my opinion, they're going to break out the whole martial law thing. And then they're going to hand out ration cards. Now, here, here, I don't know if you guys have heard. I mean, I'm sure you have. You know, we're, we're about to run out of diesel. The whole country runs on freaking diesel. I mean, so what are you going to do about that? And then they're going to say, oh, well, you can't have your own. You can't buy gas. You have to, You can only get X amount of gas per month. What are you going to do? They are creating these, these, creating their, um, creating these, uh, crises, creating these, uh, the chaos so that then we will submit. I mean, the, the whole COVID thing, the whole pandemic thing was about submission. It was about learning to submit. And, you know, they were controlling us and controlling everything they shut down everything you have to wear a mask you can't do this you can't do that you can't you can't you know you're you have to stay in your home you can't go and visit your families i mean this is what they want they want us in our little boxes here to do nothing we can't go on vacation we can't do anything and they're 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 tightening that rope around our neck and people aren't seeing it. And it's 
so simple to see. You know, I started watching, um, I don't know if you know uh, who Charlie Ward is. Do you know who he is? Uh, I know the name. Kind of. Okay, well, he's been out here. He 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 admits he he's. I guess his business was parting around these. I guess leaders of world, these world leaders, these sheiks and everybody else, and all these big, basically deep state players, in my opinion, uh, and their their treasures, their gold, or whatever. And his his business, he he had a flying. I guess he had, he flew these people around the world and did whatever they needed, you know, and I do think he was part of this money laundering situation because they call him and say, I have $500,000. I need to, where can I put it? And he, he admits to this on video. So, I mean, you know, he admits it, but then he says he's, he, he's changed. He's found the Lord. And, you know, the only thing that matters is God. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I got out of it. And so anyway, the first video I ever saw of him was about a year and a half ago. And I never forgot this. He told, he said that he was on, this was in like 2015 and he was flying somebody. He didn't say who it was, but they were chit-chatting. And he says, oh, you know, we got Trump. We're going to, yeah, we're, we're going to, we're going to crash America. We're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to change the whole system and using Trump. And that always stuck with me because I thought why would they why would Trump do that I mean unless you know I I still I just I still have a hard time believing <laughs> that a man with a would do this to human race and and go along with this unless they had a bunch of you know stuff on him to blackmail him I mean you know I mean but when you look at it all you know, they have a, a uh, narrative for the right, a narrative for the left. And they've got, you know, the truth is somewhere lies in the middle of all the subliminal uh, stuff that's going on out there that they put out there. And, you know, we were, I was, you know me, you know, Dustin, I was totally enthralled. I mean, once Trump got in, I mean, forget about, you know, watching, you know, oh, my God, the Hillary and, and Trump um, debates and everything and and all of that. But, you know, I was I was watching Hannity every night, you know, uh, Tucker Carlson, you know, I was glued to Fox News talking about Russiagate, Gate, the hammer. I mean, did everybody forget about that? What Obama created this, this mach- basically created this computer this huge computer. I always think of it as like the Whopper from the floor games, you know, that movie. Um, and, you know, he could just put anything in, any anything in. So let's just say he puts my name in. Every single thing I've ever done in my entire life pops up. I mean, you don't think they're using that stuff now? I mean, like, that was in 2012 when he, was, he, he, he created that. And, you know, and this is just, it's just so hard to wrap your head around that there are people that evil you know i i try to talk to my mom from time to time but why (laughs) would they do that you know that's what i get and i'm like well why wouldn't they i mean they have they can control whatever they want they can do whatever they want they're trying to create an uh uh, one world where they only have five hundred thousand people on earth and uh, the rest of it, everybody else is either a cyborg, an AI, <laughs> whatever, that they can hook up to the high mind. She thinks I'm crazy, you know. 
But, uh, you know, she, it's just hard for her to understand that that's what these people want. And uh, it's just, it's mind boggling. It really is when you, you know, but I've come to terms with it all, I think. Well, no, I mean, here's, but here, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's interesting when you say that, because I have to deal with it with my, uh, I mentioned my father on the show as well, because he is, uh, as long as I've known him, he's been a conservative and he was a cop. uh, He was a private investigator, you know, obviously sides with conservative movements, pro-military and all that kind of stuff. So when I hit him with these things. Right. He, he now realizes that what I'm telling him is true because he knows how much time I'm spending researching all this. But when I tell him stuff like that, like about the AI hive mind and connecting people up to the cloud and basically sucking out right. your knowledge, your memories, your thoughts, your emotions, putting them in the cloud and then combining them into an AI hive mind that then these guys will beam down into their heads. You know, I say to him, look, Elon Musk went on Joe Rogan and talked about this. Ray Kurzweil went on Glenn right. Beck's show 12 years ago and talked about this. Now, when you look at Ray Kurzweil, he was he was working with Microsoft, and he, he was elevated to chief engineer at Google. Google is a giant government contractor, started with government money. When you take Elon Musk, I said to my father, now, you could say he's crazy for going on Joe Rogan and talking about it, but he has companies that are actually building it that have government money. And then he's also a huge right. government contractor on top of having a government investments and i said so if he's actually crazy talking about an ai hive mind then why does he have dod contracts launching satellites and rocket ships and everything else into the sky why is he getting government subsidies for tesla for creating electric vehicles why does he have his electric charging stations in 46 other countries so i said so you can't cheer on the military and the department which is the department of defense and tell me they're all good guys if the guy talking about putting brain chips in people and creating an ai hive mind is funded by the Department of Defense. So he's funded by the people that you're telling me are the good guys, but then you're telling me that he's just some kook? Well, he is kooky, but he's powerful, he's influential, and he's wealthy. Now, I I just want to bring this up, too, because you were talking about the... uh, right and the left and keeping people distracted now one of the things that i've done on this show is i utilize a lot of left-leaning uh articles or publications when i'm dissecting people that are perceived to be on the right like peter thiel or elon musk as of late uh and so what i show the audience a lot of times is that uh just like any other misinformation or disinformation agents out there controlled opposition the information they provide is pretty much 100% accurate so when the government releases or declassifies information on mk ultra oh i believe it's accurate it's just that the anointed journalists that are allowed to write about it are practicing in misinformation and disinformation as far as misdirection so when the left writes about yeah. peter thiel and they talk about all this horrible fascist stuff that he's backing they're 100% accurate, but the misdirection, because they're speaking to a left-leaning audience when they write this, is by saying that he's a conservative or a libertarian when, in fact, he is actually a technocrat right. and he's a government oligarch. Now, when you see people on the right, let's say, write about Elon Musk, they'll tell you all these horrible things, but then they'll say, he's secretly a socialist. Well, instead of telling you that he's actually a technocrat, so the misdirection that I'm finding time and time again now is that the these people are technocrats and technocrats are that the whole system is communist it is the controlling the means of production right. and the distribution of the goods and services 
So that's where all the misdirection comes in. They're actually telling you the truth about these guys, but then they're trying to say, well, he's just an evil conservative or he's just an evil liberal, when in fact they're not telling you that these guys are technocrats and they're transhumanists, which they admit in their own words and through the companies that they are invested in. Now, one other thing I wanted to bring up, because you were talking about um basically sliding in all of this technology now something else i've talked about here if you take for instance the orchestrated rise in crime that is going on all around Mm -hmm. this country right so just like whether people agree with the police or not it doesn't matter but defaming the police and then defunding the police so that this point where there's regular good cops on the street that no longer want to go to a domestic violent call because they don't want to be on video and set up to look like they beat the crap out of the guy and then they lose their whole uh, career their house gets burned to the ground and then you have tent cities everywhere homeless all over the place there's 110 homeless Mm -hmm. camps in dc right now they're all over california and then you have them raising the uh price you know from uh, like five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars all over where you can steal stuff and just get a ticket so they're orchestrating this collapse just like they're orchestrating the collapse of the governments and what's happening is you're going to start to see like out of new york right there's been all these people getting pushed into the subways all of a sudden they'll write an article and they'll go we caught the guy with facial recognition well that's how they walk you into the arms of the technocracy so you villainize the cops to the point where they're not doing their job anymore you orchestrate a rise in crime through the policies that you're implementing and then you drive people into the savior which is the facial recognition the prison planet technology now peter thiel has a company called clearview ai you talk about uh hammer that barack obama had peter thiel's technology yeah which was implemented in new orleans through the police department during covid and now i believe they're using it in florida now with good guy ron DeSantis. they can scan your face chrissy in real time and it pops up your entire digital footprint your bank accounts your health files your social media and everything that is peter thiel's company clearview ai so when you take that stuff combined with his other company palantir palantir was started with cia money via inqtel the venture firm and palantir was created under the guise that it was going to track down terrorists via their financial transactions well under trump in 2018 they gave palantir a 100 million dollar contract it is inside the irs right now and it is allowed to tap you and track you via your financial transactions your social media records your phone records and other pieces of information so peter thiel is behind that but it was started with cia money then he's got another company called expanse which is embedded into the military right now and they're using this company which co it had two co-founders before theo got involved one came out of the cia the other one came out of darpa and their first contract was with darpa and now theo's behind it and they're using that to basically uh code and categorize and catalog all of the internet of things devices around the world so it's like you have this guy out there in the so-called private sector that is this huge government technocrat that's all this guy is he's an open transhumanist he doesn't hide it he believes in the engineering of humanity out of existence and then you try to tell this to people they'll think you're crazy but it's actually real there's nothing in there that hasn't been admitted to by the very people including Peter Thiel, he doesn't hide any of this stuff. 
Well, no, they never do. I mean, that's the other thing. People, and the other thing I wanted to bring up, too, is the fact that, you know, let's just go back to the Las Vegas shooting. Now, back in, um, what was it, 2000, I think it was 2003, 2008. Well, you know me, I'm a TV person, or I was anyway. Now I'm not anymore. (laughs) But I used to, you know, watch all these different shows and this and that. And remember the TV show Las Vegas? Yeah, I never watched it. No, I never watched it. Okay. Well, I recently went back and and was watching it. Um, I I watched uh, the whole series. I just binge watched it just to have something on while I was writing. You know, I was just mindlessly. But it was so interesting because I had forgotten, you know, the extent of what they have in, uh, in surveillance back then even that they were showing on television. I mean, it's, it's, it's even more developed now where, you know, you can just be driving down the street and, and the camp. I mean, going into when I, I had to go um, to SeaTac to go because I was going to a family reunion in Georgia a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, as, as I enter through Olympia and, you know, going north to SeaTac, I mean, the cameras on the freeway they get more and more, you know, there's more and more of them. And uh, they've also got these special um, street lights now that they're using. Because I think they, they were saying that they, could, they can tell if you've been vaccinated or not, just based on whatever it is anyway. But my point is, is that they can, the fact that they can just use, pull you up so quickly. And on that show, that's how it was. Oh, Zoom in on, you know, on the facial recognition and they have a database and then everything pulls up your entire life, pulls up. And now they are making people, um, they want people to get this universal ID, which I don't know if you've talked about that at all. Universal ID here, at least I got a notice that I have to, by May of next year, get a universal ID um, in order to fly in the United States. It, it, it's 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 like a new it's like a little um it's sort of like a license but driver's license but it's it's a universal id is what they're calling it so you know it, it it's just going to track everything even more i mean it, it's so <laughs> scary and people so anyway i was, was going to mention the las vegas shooting i mean you here you are they're having this concert in the middle of surveillance city usa and all of a sudden, you know, they can't, they, you know, I kept waiting for all the surveillance videos to come out, right? Because I was glued when that happened. It was so tragic. And I was, you know, back then I was Pollyanna. And I was just like, I can't believe that, you know, I was so devastated when this happened. I'm like, how can they not have, it? where's the surveillance cameras showing these guys coming in with all these guns and all, like all of it. Right. And then to learn that, you know, it was all a big, uh, it was all anyway, it was just, just insane, insane. And then I don't know if you remember, um, the, the how the FBI took over that investigation, took it mm-hmm. over from the state and uh, the state police, um, or the Las Vegas, I guess it was the Las Vegas police department, the chief there, he, in the first initial days he was doing, but there was this really stern guy. I can't remember his name. That was like standing behind him. He looked scary as hell i mean you talk oh, about oh yeah the agent uh, the agent that was standing behind him yeah, he looked like agent. lurch yeah yes he looked like agent smith yes, from the matrix was, yeah 
he was so freaking scary. And I was like, oh my God. And, and you could tell as the, as the, the days wore on, you could see the stress and the, and the, that the chief was like freaking out. And then finally he just, the other, the agent took over and then they just took over the investigation. They confiscated everybody's phone. They confiscated everything. And then it just, you know, for what, a week and a half, two weeks, it was in the news. And then all of a sudden it just dropped off and nobody said a word. Nobody, we never got any follow-up on that. These people died in vain. Okay. And, and now, you know, people are realizing how much technology is really running our lives and we have to, we have to get past it. I, I don't know. I don't know that we can, but I don't even know what the solution is. That's why it's so it's so difficult to try and like say, oh well, I need my phone. You need your phone. You know, you and I we talk about a lot how I always say we just need to go back to 1985. That's my year because back then I was a, I was a, I was a teenager, you know, living in uh, freaking Utah. I was in a bubble. You talk about a bubble. You don't get any more bubbleish than Utah. Okay. And I'm not Mormon, and I'm not going to knock any Mormons. I'm just saying it was tough growing up, being a teenager and not being Mormon. But I luckily found my own little friends. But the point is, is like, you know, we weren't glued to phones or technology or any of that. I mean, I think the big thing was I had a pager, so my mother could page me if I needed <laughs> to call. And back then... You know, you go and you go, okay, I'm going to my friend's house. Okay, well, call me when you get there. You know, what, or driving when I first got my license. I mean, we didn't have, we didn't, I didn't have a phone. Okay, I was never worried about driving or getting stuck. Or I mean, now everybody's like, oh, God, you know, you don't want to be driving any distance without a phone. <laughs> well, you know, we did it before. <laughs> you know, we did it before. Why can't we do it again? Why, why do we, I mean, do we really need a cell phone? You know, can we go back? To no, the we, used, I don't yeah, know. we yeah, we used to we pop can't. onto payphones, or you'd walk into the local whatever pharmacy or grocery yes. store, and you'd say, "Hey, can I borrow your I phone? I gotta call my dad. Oh, is it long <laughs> distance? Is it long distance, kid? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it you know, long I, distance? Is it long distance? Is it in the next city? Because that might yeah. be a long distance call. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it used to be. I think. <laughs> right. It's so funny. And, you know, of course, I was in the, I mean, we were, I mean, my father brought home, I never forgot. Remember Pong? That was like the first video game that came out. It was a stupid game. <laughs> you were just, you were just one person. Well, there was two players and you were just about making sure you could get the ball, sort of like a tennis almost, you know, make yeah. sure you bounce the ball back and then it'd get faster. Well, anyway, and then Atari came out. So we got an Atari. I remember that. And then the next one came out, ColecoVision. That was the next one. And, you know, after that, I kind of fell out of it. But it's so funny to see, you know, how they integrated so, they embedded it so well into our society that now we think we can't live without it. And, and that's how they have programmed us at this point. I mean, I have a brother who is talking about getting those, um, what do they call them? They're called, uh, well, they're, they're eyeglasses, right? But they're smart glasses. So what it's going to do, you wear, like you wear your, like I wear glasses, okay? So, but then if it's a smart glasses, it'll have a screen where you can just, you can just, so like if you want to watch the, if you want to read the news or you want to watch something, 
it'll just be tied in and it'll just all of a sudden you'll just see it on your in your lens 